Hey everyone, before we get started with our breakdown of Home Sweet Home Alone, just wanted to give you a quick warning in case you thought maybe this is a kids film, I might listen to this one with the kids. There's a little bit, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of swearing in this one. The film is fucking awful and it forced it from us. So just in case, just a quick warning. Hope you enjoy it. I don't know why they're always trying to remake the classics. Oh my gosh, this is so terrible. That did not sound right. We did a bad thing. One of the worst bads we could have done. Oh, this is garbage. Merry Christmas and welcome to our special, theoretically patrons only, but because it's Christmas, it's for everyone. You can uh, have it. Breakdown of Ho 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 Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, um, and it got it did and it did cause us a breakdown. Oh, yeah. Christ! That's yeah. <laughs> so I think I think you know the kind of spoiler alert. We should we should have a spoiler alert at the very first. Oh thing, yeah, which absolutely. Is, which yeah. is don't don't watch Spo- it. Yeah, don't spoil your Christmas. <laughs> don't spoil your Christmas by watching, <laughs> by watching this, this piece of shit. <laughs> it's yeah. Don't be you know don't be taken in by. You know, American stand-ups, uh, British stand-ups, don't be taken in by any of that. It is the worst thing ever. But if you but think yeah. you might have to, yeah, then be aware we will be, to the extent you Ruining can, it. spoiling this. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> to end, yeah. As far as we can, we're going to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we can ruin it more so, than yeah, you might want have. To watch it yeah. first and then then come back to find out what we thought of it or you might want to listen to what we thought of it and then think oh, I've got to see that, which I yeah, sometimes yeah. do listening to the god awful movies guys. I I hear a yeah. them go through one and it just sounds so absurd. That. I think okay, yeah. I've got to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, um, feel, it feels like you're kind of you're going in, you know, with a guide with a who's you know, <laughs> just going to take you through, you know, the the valley of the yeah, death. by all means, yeah. li- like watch it while listening to this, and just kind of pause us occasionally if we get ahead of what's going yeah. on on screen. That would be another way yeah. to go. But or pause but, the movie when we inevitably <laughs> on for hours. We might do that occasionally. Yeah. Thing, yeah. You might have to yeah. pause the movie a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't start the movie just yet if that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to what extent do we want to talk about just the whole concept and? Well, I think I think we want we, to get into it as I we think go. we should because I mean the the whole um what what is it not subterfuge what well, the conceit yeah. it's a, is the word the whole conceit is that this is uh, well possibly that this is the force awakens to <laughs> to, to Star Wars. Yeah, it's next uh, generation, isn't it? Home yeah, and next gen. Well, yeah, except that <laughs> well, the thing is that home alone is kind of Maybe this is Jaws eight. I don't know, or or or. I think it's Jaws three D. The Revenge. Jaws 3D. <laughs> no, exactly, Jaws four. Yeah. The Revenge. Jaws three D. It's the one that turns up in in Back to the Future two. It's that, or or it's um, well, it's not even Fast and Furious twenty seven or whatever whatever we're on now because at least that they just kind of they. It's a working formula. Perhaps it's Police Academy 8. It's a working I mean, formula that you stick to, whereas this, and it ought to be that. It ought to, We're not saying that Home Alone itself is an untouchable movie. You know, it's a completely completely brilliant I mean, movie. It does make it look really good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it's, but it kind of, it was, you know, Home Alone is robust enough to... to 
be able to be rebooted is i would i would posit malud that it's it's possible to in the hands of somebody that knew what they were doing you could just grab if you understood the formula of home alone you know bad guys um, I think kid on his own uh, defends the thing because it's ultimately yeah, it's not it's, a, that it's not satisfying thing. No, it's no. satisfying. It's wily coyote, I think isn't it? There is an argument to be made that right. that in 1990 they kind of caught lightning in a bottle mm. with the combination of the the plot, the traps, yep. the casting. Yeah, specifically Macaulay Culkin, uh, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern. Um, it's it's a difficult combination to replicate in a in a satisfying way. Yeah. Um, as has been proven by Home Alone's three, four, and five. Five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. and and the uh, off-brand, not by the same production company, Bone Alone, which was a dog. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and not not it wasn't a one that you just found on. Accidentally, when you switched off the uh, the protection of the your yeah no it wasn't uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a triple X parody no it was a uh, <laughs> it was canine based right. um, okay but yeah the... I want to go see that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's not good I mean maybe we'll okay. talk about it at some point <laughs> uh, in the future who knows but um, but yeah this I I I'm I don't think this is probably the worst of the Home Alone films I think wow. I th- okay because I've seen, I've seen. I think I've seen all of them. I did, I've seen I did four. Download four the whole is package. Awful yeah. piece of shit. Right. <laughs> right. That pisses all over your childhood. Right. Um, uh, it, yeah. Four is terrible. This one. This, this one, one just. Just. This one is unsatisfying. You. It's really yeah. unsatisfying in so many ways, and and kind of anger inducing in others. Yeah, because it doesn't engage your your. It doesn't engage your brain. It doesn't engage your your. It doesn't make you snigger with delight, and it doesn't uh, pull at your heartstrings. What it does, it goes through the motions. Yeah, it's kind of like when Top Gear folded and Chris Evans um, took it over and got Matt LeBlanc involved and just made a tribute act. He made kind of a fan version of top gear and it stunk yeah because it was it was yeah. just far too it was going oh yeah well, we've got to have a bit about this and we've got to have that and we've got to have some three-wheel cars and we've got to have a pointless race and then we've got to have some forced banter between the the three who spent 20 years getting to the point where it was you know kind of um a, a, a slick set of personalities and you can't just make that yeah if you don't know what you're doing i you think can, you can make something that's that shape yeah it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't yeah. work we were talking earlier on mark and i about i, I just saw uh spielberg's west side story yeah and um and it was brilliant i absolutely loved it and i love the original i love robert wise's version yeah um and one thing that was very clear I think in watching Spielberg's version is that is that he loves West Side Story. He loves right. the original film. I think it it looks like from what I saw everyone involved in that production loves West Side Story. Yeah. The the, the music, the the writing, the original film, everything about it. 
the there's it's an homage and it's a reboot and it's a it's a reimagining in a way but utterly respectful to the original and yeah, yeah. and adoring of it yeah this feels like someone watched home alone and then told someone about it that yeah. person didn't really get what was good about it and then made a film yeah yeah tried to but replicate it they they included they didn't all understand the, all the yeah. yeah they get them all the all the main points are there so well most of the main points are there but twisted and badly done and they they have not understood i they don't they must not be fans of home no, alone this that, is a cash yeah, grab that's the, from yeah, disney yeah, yeah, because they they yeah. don't they if they un, if they loved home alone if they understood what was great about home alone yeah um they wouldn't have done this <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's the thing that's the that's chris evans is a fanboy but he doesn't understand yeah all he's doing is just going oh wasn't it great when they ha 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 and then so did that and you think well yeah it was great when they did it it's not great when you do it because you don't understand what was great about it you you've fallen in love with it you've gone along with it you've been buoyed up by it but you don't know why it's done what it's done and that's so this thing it yeah, well it it, it kind of ticks all the boxes someone's written a list someone's listened yeah. to somebody it was a disney executive it wasn't it it was disney yeah. bought fox and thought oh now we own home alone that made a lot of money that was like the biggest christmas movie of the early 90s yeah. someone um, taught me through it yeah and right, just go, right okay, down give me a bullet that. point list of all the yeah. things that happen in home alone yeah we'll make that we'll make that and we'll give it to some comedy writers Oh, 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 yeah. oh, I mean that would be oh, that would have been great, but they did. That that's the been... amazing thing. I know. Yeah. yeah, the people involved in this, and that's the one of the saddest things, is the people involved in this are good. I yeah. like most of them. Yeah. Um, the writers, uh, the, you've got Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live. Um, he he's he's fine. He's good. I like him. He plays Don Junior on Saturday Night Live. Um. And uh, has the, the I forget the other writer's name um, Street or someone, but he's he's from comedy uh, college humor. He's he's right. pretty good. Um, Dan Mazer, the director, um, wrote for Ali G, directed um, and yep. wrote for Borat, and and I think I don't know if he directed Borat, but he's done that. He's those are the kinds of things he's done. They're fine. I'm not a huge Ali G slash Borat fan, but they're fine. They're pretty funny. Some people find yeah. them absolutely hilarious, but it's obviously a very, very, very different style to this. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the yeah. only other thing I think he's done is Dirty Grandpa, which wasn't great. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's I I it was an odd choice of to get Dan Mazer to direct this. When, especially when you're looking at, you know, John Hughes writing the original, Chris Columbus yeah. directing it, it's yeah. There's a, I mean, okay, there wasn't with John Hughes, there was a history there, but Chris Columbus it was earlier in his career, obviously, pre yeah. pre Harry Potter and lots of other successes that he had, but still, he was a he's basically a kids director. Dan Mazur is yeah yeah. Um, and I, and I I'm guess not also sure the to thing what extent is, this is a kid's film. No, well, no, the whole thing is that the, you know, that one with 
those guys doing it, they're they're they know they're onto something, and they're kind of making you know the original. They they're thinking right, this would be great. This, you know, on the face of it, bad guys, really quite bad guys, are coming around and they're going to rob empty houses over Christmas, and then by some fairly clever subterfuge, Kevin gets left on his own and he's up against these. So it's it's a thing that you wouldn't want your kid to deal with ever. Yeah, against some it's, it's properly bad guys, and they're thinking, right, well, this is going to be a brilliant Christmas yeah. movie. So they're they're kind of breaking new ground. Whereas this is, it exists in a world where Home Alone already <laughs> exists, as and Home Alone Two, which you know, compared with the other three in the series, not actually that bad. That's pretty good. And, I, Home Alone Two is good. It's it's perfectly serviceable. Yeah, nothing, it's nothing pretty, wrong. It's basically with a remake. Two, yeah, you yeah. know, um, complete remake. Uh, and they 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 did different stuff. They ramped up the the traps even more than yep, the first one. Yep. They yeah, two's two's perfectly good. Um, some people prefer it to the original. I don't personally, but um, I mean yeah. Then then three, then five, then four, <laughs> and I'm not yeah. And it's right. somewhere in those lower the lower ranks. Yeah, there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's the, the the they've tried to do something a bit different. Unfortunately, everything they tried to do different is awful. But yeah. but they've tried something. They've tried to not just remake Home Alone. They've tried to to switch it around. And the main thing they've done to try and switch it around is by focusing more on the people who are trying to break in to the house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, they arguably are the main characters in this film. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. they are also the only um, sympathetic characters in the film. Yes, yeah, they kind of yeah they <laughs> switched it around completely because well you know that well the family Kevin's McAllister's family are pretty unsympathetic in a way, but the extended family is. And they, but in this one, and Kevin is kind of adorable, and you can't. And you, I mean, Kevin yes, is a Kevin's a bit lippy. He's a bit of a dick, but he's yeah. he's put upon a lot. He is he yeah. is the the little fish in a big pond of all of these older cousins and brothers and sisters and uncles who are arseholes. And yeah. he is he's having a hard time at the beginning of Home Alone. He he talks back. He shouts at his mum. They have an argument. But basically, he's a he's a good kid. He's a cute kid. He's a he's also a little kid compared to the kid in this film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so it doesn't take much to feel sympathetic towards Kevin. Yeah. Is it? Whereas this time, this time round, the kid. So my first note that I wrote was the kid's an asshole. Yeah, he's a total dick. It's just you go, what the fuck? And it's like. And you think those there are those moments in the original when you look at it and you go, oh dear, no, we can't act at all. And then, but that's entirely the kid in, and this is the kid out of Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I'm not and sure was, if this is Archie Yates. Um, yeah. I I I couldn't quite figure out if he can't act or not. I'm not sure because yeah, he is. I mean, basically. He's only, he hasn't done a lot. He was charming in Jojo Rabbit. He was absolutely yeah. lovely in that 
role. Yeah. And and it would be easy to assume from that that he's a great actor. But yeah. it might just be that Taika Waititi found him and thought, what a cute British kid. It doesn't matter, he can't do a German accent. Let's just, let's have, just make there, it let's do that. Have him and it will work. Yeah. And, and in that, there was a curious... Um, there was a sense in Jojo Rabbit that the kids were obviously in that situation being required to be adults. They were yeah. they were being soldiers. They were being treated in many ways as, you know, Nazis or whatever sympathizers. You know, they were, yeah, um, they were young kids who were being thrust into an adult world, and and so Archie's Archie Yates's uh, kind of delivery in in those um, scenes up against the Jojo, um, they. They were having not necessarily grown up conversations, but they were relating to each other on a kind of grown up level mm. and talking yep. about how, you know, I'd, oh, this is uh, too much for me. I can't take it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, in this film, it still feels like he's a grown up in a child's body. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Gary Coleman in different strokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's I, not just or... precocious. He's not just a kid who's who's happy to talk to adults he doesn't seem like a kid yeah i put my next note was pint-sized ricky gervais <laughs> we, he's not yeah he's not quite as annoying as ricky gervais but <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah well i mean it's in proportion <laughs> yeah yeah, kind of like fair, the, yeah the size yeah, yeah. you know so yeah 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 but okay let, let's get into it the the, right the film starts with um a kind of powerpoint Christmassy to- title over some yeah. some proper Christmassy music. Um, we haven't yeah. got the John John Williams theme for this one, which was kind of ominous and interesting in the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got a um, was it Holly Jolly Christmas or something like that? Starting it yeah. off, yeah. might as well be if it isn't. Might as well. um, <laughs> <laughs> and and we meet. Uh, we start off on. Um, the outside of of a house. Uh, it's an open house. People are coming to see. Look at look around the house. See if they want to buy it. Um, Keenan Thompson, uh, also from SNL, is uh, is a realtor, showing people around. And this is the 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 wet. Well, the this time rounds wet bandits house. Um, Pam and yep. Jeff um, are the couple, and they for some reason are at the open house as well. I, I don't think that's a thing. Usually it's just the realtor, I think, that shows people around. But anyway, they're there. Yeah. Um, we yeah. start off, one of the first scenes is, I don't know why, it's, it's basically a guy, an extra, who we don't see again, opens no. the closet, turns the light on, and has this look on his face like, yeah, I knew it, this closet's shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know what we don't even we don't there. even get to see what's in there. It just goes. It's, it's such yeah. a weird moment. Yeah, um, and it cuts away. Yeah, you you expect you you think oh right well, we're going to see in there which will be you know if this is Home Alone there might be I don't know but you know, a whole bunch of toys hanging up whatever whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we get one... nothing. It, it gets <laughs> yeah. We cut to somebody wiping across the screen at the top yeah. of the stairs. So one thing I'm going to say at this point, and it's this is going to come up, is this film has some of the worst foreshadowing I have ever yeah. seen in a film. 
in both directions. Things foreshadowed yeah. that don't need to be and things utterly not that should be. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, but we'll come back to that. But yeah, that would have been a moment where you could have teased something. But this isn't Kevin's house or, you know, this no. this film's Kevin. What's he called? Max. Um, this is this is Jeff and Pam's house. And um, yeah, we meet a couple, a hipster couple in the kitchen who are basically arseholes. Um, everyone so far in the film. I mean, we've only met these two, but it's going to be a trend. Yeah, they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. an arsehole. Um, yeah. There's there's a hilarious school shooting based joke early on uh, where where Jeff points out that the local school that that Pam works in has just had new metal detectors put in when so when uh, safe school. when Keenan's yeah. trying to um, kind of sell them the house. He's yeah. actually pretty good. I like Keenan Thompson. I don't like him generally as a rule. I don't think I think he's one of my least favorite SNL. Uh, actors actually but in this he's pretty good he's yeah. quite entertaining to be honest again I'm, I said I like all the people involved in this or most of them um, he, although in some cases I don't like their performances I generally yeah. like I mean the uh, Jeff and Pam are um, Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney who I like yeah. and they do an okay yeah. job yeah. Um, then we meet um Max and his mum. Um, yeah. We've talked about Max already. His mum is Ashling B, who's an Irish comedian, who for some reason is speaking with an English accent. I know. <laughs> Guess what my third note was. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why is she doing Why that? Why the... F- yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean... I don't know. Does it, is it just to explain Max's accent? I think I that's don't know. the only thing. I think that it yeah. was just... The kid was linchpin casting. They were like, whatever we do, we have to have Archie Yates in this. Yeah. So whoever we get to play his mum, no matter what she normally sounds like, she's going to have to do an English accent because he can't do any kind of accent. There's no way we could expect this kid to act in that, like, pretending he's from another place. He can't do that. He can only do this voice. So everyone else has to match the voice. Only the the mum. It's more Ricky Gervais. See, I think he is is the son of Ricky Gervais. Um, She's not great at an English accent. No. And I think think part of that might be that, that, uh, as Brits, we're so used to seeing her in in her normal voice. Um, Yeah. Which is really quite Irish. Really quite Irish, yeah. Yeah. But she is, it's noticeable that she's trying all the time. It's it's all she can do is keep her voice... (laughs) Sounding up, kind of English. It's up the front of so yeah, it kind of gets in the way of everything else. Yes. The other yeah. the other thing about all of the actors, most of the actors in the film are um genuinely good com- comedians. They're comedy mm. actors, some of them are comedy writers. Um yeah. and most for the most part they're completely underused. Yeah. In yeah. in their comedy skills again, Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney, fine. They do they get to do slapstick, they do silly things. That's fine. Ashling B, I mean, it's not a comedy role. Kevin's mum, no. Max's mum in this film, not a comedy role. Catherine O'Hara no. was was mum in Home Alone. She's yep. a great actress. She she's done comedy, but she's not a comedian. No. And so, yeah, and no what need, you no, no what you wanted from Kevin's mum in the first one was was a a burning need to get back to kevin exactly yeah i don't get that no from 
this moment, you know, it, it, not notwithstanding the, it, uh, the opening bit, you've got to have this somewhat disdainful relationship between the mum and the son. Yeah. Sufficient that it's possible that they wouldn't miss him if he was gone. Yeah. Or, there, or, or at the very least, there's got to be a moment when he disappears sufficient that everybody else in the yeah. place can go without him. Absolutely. So that I can believe that about this up. kid more. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, they he they are on their way back from a coffee shop apparently and he needs to go to the toilet. Yeah. Um she says something like why didn't you go? I said you should go in the coffee shop. And so they that's where they're on their way back from to their house presumably. Yeah. At this point. He says I uh, I couldn't go in there because Uncle Stu, who is not in the car, had had or had been in there and he, you know, smelled the place out or whatever. Smelled the place out. Um, yeah. yeah. And I've had like six sodas and I'm only ten, and uh, and he says, you know, six sodas into one ten-year-old's little bladder. Uh, do the maths. At which yeah. point I wrote, no, stop it, <laughs> because yeah, there were multiple English people on this film. Dan Mays yeah. is English. The director is is, is English. Ashley yeah. B lives in England. Rob Delaney lives in England. Archie yeah. Yates is English. Every yeah. single one of them would have said, no English Nobody person has that. ever said do said the maths. That. No, no, no. They kind of correct. They do it in a jokey way, correcting the Americans who say do the math. Yeah. And we say no, no, it's maths. Yeah, plural. But- yeah. But it, it's not even like he's assimilated because later on they say they've only come from London two months ago. They only, they've yeah, only yeah, just moved exactly. there. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So, and then you can't think, <laughs> well, actually, of all the... The streets are fairly empty. There's quite a lot of trees. He's a 10-year-old kid. He could just... They could just stop and he could piss on the side of the road. Yeah, they'd probably get away with that. But, yeah. but she decides to go to the open house. Which is kind of a genius idea. Yeah. Presuming thought, you yeah. ask permission when you're there. You know, if you went to an open, if you were like pretending you're looking around and said, look, I'm sorry, my kid really needs to toilet, do you mind? Yeah. That'd be all right. I think that'd be yeah. fine. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I did put this in the, in the, the pro column. There are, there are two bits that live in the pro column. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of them. Yeah. And well, I'll tell you the other one later on, yeah. which, you know, yeah, which is nothing to do with the plot or anything. It's actually it's just cinematography and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. So Max comes out of the bathroom and yep. um, sees Jeff getting some orange sodas uh, from from a cupboard, cupboard just in the living room to the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's and you think well that, it's a yeah, weird cupboard, yes. that cupboard. It is, and architecturally. I'm thinking, well, which, where is the depth of the bathroom? Yeah, so when you look at the house from the front. Adjoin the bathroom, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. There should be yeah. a lot more house. It's a much yeah. bigger house than we see the inside of. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense, because it looks like the entire front of the house is the front room and this cupboard. Yeah. That's all there is. Yeah, that's all there, there is. There aren't any other places you could go from what we see of that room. But no. the front of the house is much bigger. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, the kid sees these sodas and he he says, can I get one of those? He doesn't say please because no. he's a dick. Yeah. In fact, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he says please the entire film. I could be wrong. Um, Jeff handles yeah. it amazingly well. He's a, he's being 
a great parent for someone who is not going to display great parenting skills in this film. He is. Yeah. He says, you know, I think we should probably ask your, your mum if you can have one because they're a bit sugary, which is fine. Yeah. The kid is a dick to him from this point on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, cause he'd been snubbed. Yeah. And fact, yeah. I remember, and that's, you know, that turns up right at the end, <laughs> you know, so we kind yeah. of, you know, it's, yeah, dull. Yeah, and it, yeah. So, yeah, remember the soda can, and they are extraordinarily large soda cans. They're very cans. large, yeah. Yeah. With just They're... orange soda written on the side. Yes, orange um... soda, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's you know, huge, huge soda can. When we kind of, yeah, you have to make note of that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so, and for some reason, not only is he getting soda cans out of the cupboard, which he seems to be getting lots of, lots. Like I a mean, crate, yeah. Yeah, loads. Yeah. And um, and there are four stacks on the floor. <laughs> and why is he getting those? He's getting those because his wife tried to get him out of the kitchen to yeah, get he was some more soda. Ruining he the sale. Talking about metal detectors. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason, he gets a box of porcelain headed dolls out of the same cupboard. And sh- and then the kid is just even more of an arsehole <laughs> and, and says, oh, right, yeah, so what, you've got dolls. Why have you? And then looks at him kind of funny and just goes, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, what, they, what's the implication? This scene like, involves what? far more small talk than a British person would be comfortable making with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at and, this point, he would yeah. have said, okay, thanks very much, bye, and, yeah. and gone. But, yeah. Um, but he wouldn't say that because he's a dick. And, um, yeah, so he, he, uh, likens Jeff to Frankenstein's monster and, yeah. um, yeah. and then, yeah, when Jeff basically says, um, you know, uh, this, the doll, this porcelain doll is quite delicate. He is, he goes full asshole basically and, yeah. and <laughs> says, oh, little boy doesn't want to share his dolly to a grown man he's just met. And not just a grown man, he's, but a grown man who's the size of Frankenstein's He's very lucky he monster. doesn't just get punched at that point. Yeah, exactly. Or just, yeah. And, you know, Jeff being the, the big Frankenstein monster teddy bear just goes, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So Max's mum arrives, instantly insults Jeff, who is extremely polite in return to everyone because he's uh, the bad guy. Um, yeah. And Jeff makes a bit of a dad joke about selling his kid. He says... Because um, the because the mum notices that the dolls are this thing that she's seen on an antique show, says they yep. could be worth lots of money, and yep. he says, "Oh, that's that's more than I got for selling my real kid." And Max, who at this point now doesn't understand humour or anything, apparently, because <laughs> he doesn't yeah. get that that's a joke. Yeah. Um, and he's such a fucking dick, and <laughs> <laughs> he kind of takes it to heart uh-huh. at that point. Well, it, well, actually, it kind of doesn't enough because no. it gets flagged massively. Yeah, yeah, later yeah. On. We need to. We, this, this is this is some of the foreshadowing that. Oh, anyway, we'll yeah. cut. Yeah, it's just if if you did the foreshadowing right, you wouldn't need to call back to it properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so mum does the full name thing, Max Maxwell Johan, whatever his name, surname is. Mercer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And only she's not angry. She's just doing it like it's because he's being a bit of a dick. Um, and then he is yells it back at her kind of. 
Um, yeah, and and he continues yeah. being a dick until she says, okay, that's it. No McDonald's on the way home. So they were on their way home from a coffee shop. Yeah. Via a McDonald's. Yeah. And he couldn't fucking go to the toilet in the McDonald's. <laughs> oh, no. well that was plus the only thing that will get him out of there is say you've either you've got to behave now or you don't get the mcdonald's and you think well actually that's how spoiled is this yeah. kid how you know that no wonder he's a dick he's kind of he's on he's had six sodas in a <laughs> coffee shop and, and now he's getting it, McDonald's on the way home and he's complaining that she might yeah. not give him it if he's a dick. Yeah. Oh. You know, if if any, if ADHD and, you know, <laughs> just being an arsehole comes from um, dietary things, then, you know, you need to learn. This, this guy's been on the planet 10 yeah. years. Surely you've learned something by now. Just stop giving him the Haribo. <laughs> you know, it's that so, whole... Yeah. I should say at this point... It's... Uh, sugar does not have an effect on child's behaviour. No. Yeah. Um, so Jeff and makes it, another dad joke. He says, oh, that's a McShame, or something like that, and yeah. uh, and has a drink from the soda just to piss Max off. Yeah. Uh, which, real, <laughs> which is nice. Which, which pleased me no end. Yeah. But, yeah. but Mum is standing there, Carol is standing there in the background, watching him drinking this for a, for like five or six seconds. Yeah. With the weirdest expression on her face. Yeah. And that's not her fault. That's not Ashling B's fault. Because there's no way you can act this. There's nothing to do in that scene. There's no. no reason she would stand there. She would have, by this point, said to Max, right, come on, we're going. There's, there's no... This is bad directing. She didn't need to be in the background. No. Could have this could is have your did. film. That, you can move should, the actor before you do should, this joke. That should have been a close-up. Yeah, just to get you don't need a should have been there. should have been over the yeah. shoulder from from Max to Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Seeing him and then getting a reverse and shot to the Max other day. Yeah, of him being that, pissed yeah. off. You yeah. don't need to have Ashling B in that shot. She is awkward, no. weird, and uncomfortable, and I don't blame her. That is all no, Dan Mazer's fault. Exactly, and it's a really bad cut as well because there's no cut on action because no. she t- she turns to look up at. Max drinking the thing because he's yeah, point. Yeah. Jeff drinking the thing, and then we see the entire turn in that <laughs> shot, and then it cuts to the next shot, and she's not moving. It's so, so weird. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this is why. Yeah, my so my entire my <laughs> whole thought about if you even if you were doing this at film school, if you said okay, so what we're going to do for our final project, we're going to remake Home Alone. And the people go, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, okay, do that. And you would study it like crazy and then make it. You know, you'd make a 10-minute version, but yeah. you'd kind of, you'd make it. And your tutors would go, yeah, great idea. Off you go, go do that. And then you'd have to write a thesis about why it's important to do so. <laughs> and you'd do all the, and you'd apply all the right things and you'd fit in, you know, it's a bit of pitching against good and evil and all that kind of stuff. And you would, and the, the, the good triumphs, and you know, the mother and the, the child are reunited at the end, and all that kind of stuff. You'd put that in, and not even film students <laughs> are making this film. It's 
just cash cow. All they've got is ching 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 coming up at any time. They're going right. We need to. Uh, what we'll do? We'll yeah. This will um, make everybody surprised. We'll make the the kid the bad guy, and we'll make the bad guys the good guys. And that's it. That's the entirety of their subterfuge. And they yeah. go, brilliant, brilliant. Nobody's done that before. Off you go. <laughs> Green light it. So yeah. So yeah, Carol after she stops being awkward, wanders off. We get a close-up of Max, angrily, because he's pissed off that he didn't get a drink, angrily looking directly at the dolls, and we get a close-up of the dolls. Yeah. I'm going to spoil the rest of the film now. (laughs) Because it... This is this is a lie. This is the filmmaker lying to you. This isn't... This isn't misdirection or foreshadowing. Definitely not. Or... Um, storytelling through montage. This is lying to the audience. It is very, (laughs) very clear from these two shots that Max steals the doll. Yeah. But he doesn't really. And we we will find out. Everyone assumes he has. Because of course they assume he has, because the filmmakers basically just showed you him doing it. Yeah, gave no other choice. And then later on in the film said, no, we we didn't do that. No, he didn't do that. Bullshit. Yeah. This yeah. is really un- bad film. I don't understand how it got there is, in the f- yeah. ends up being where it ends up. This yeah. is like they used to say about the kind of Saturday morning cinema serials where where the the you know, good guy would would go off the end of the cliff on his horse, uh and then it would say there'd be a cliffhanger next week and then when they start he wouldn't have gone off the cliff, and he didn't, and it changes yeah. the the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they very 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 clearly telegraph him stealing this doll, everything but showing him putting it in his pocket. Yeah. Um, but he didn't do it because they are shitty filmmakers. And, we and, get, and they they and it doesn't open the possibility of what he ends up stealing. No. It doesn't give you the the chart. It would be nice to be able to go, uh, okay, uh, right, well, what's going on now? So we know about the value of that, but we also know that, mm, okay, maybe he's done it. And we need we need that maybe in order to believe that he's capable of redemption at the end. And or, the, the or... thing is, the fact that we know, or the, the, the fact that we think we know the same thing Jeff ultimately figures out, Yep. that he stole the doll, makes various aspects of this film much worse. There's there's a thing that Hitchcock used to talk about, about the difference between a thriller and suspense, is, is you know, the, you see the bus going along the road and it blows up, that's a thriller. You see yep. the bomb on the bus, that's yep. suspense. Yeah. And because we think the kid has stolen this... Um, this doll yeah all of the bad stuff that happens to the nice couple who are just trying to get their doll back is much worse it's yeah it's much more unpleasant if we knew all along that they had made a terrible mistake and and were essentially terrorizing this kid because of a mistake they'd made it wouldn't have been quite as bad the, f- yeah. the bad stuff yeah. that happens because he's yeah. justifiably scared of them, arguably. 
But we think all yeah. the time that that he's stolen from them, and all they're trying to do is get they're this get very back. valuable thing back. Yeah. So it actually it makes it worse. Yeah. So it turns out, yes, quite. They are. Yeah, they're they're storming the castle that the bad guy is occupying. Yeah. And we are absolutely on their side. Yeah. Almost this entire film. Which means that when we get to the end bit and it's all kind of resolved, it's completely hollow and meaningless and pointless and awful. We, yeah, because, yeah, the switcheroo right at the end when they, oh, no, it's awful. So, yes, quite, because I've done thought about it in those terms, but that's why it's clunky at the end when... It's it, when he softens and says, yeah, "Yeah, I'm just here on my own." You just go, oh, "Fuck off!" You've just been hurtling, He's almost killed you know, us multiple times. Almost, yes, <laughs> and you're doing. We know, and we know that you stole it, and you're only doing it in order to protect the bad thing that you've done, yeah. which is awful. Which is much, much worse. Yeah, rather than. Yes, because for the traps to work, we've got to be somewhat on your side. We've got to be rooting yeah. for Kevin. Yeah, by the time, absolutely. We root for Kevin. By the time, it, it, no matter if you like him from the start, because, again, he's a bit of an annoying bastard at the beginning, Kevin. <laughs> um, yeah. You can see why some of his family don't like him. But, yeah. but by the time the traps roll around, there's been a character arc in Home Alone. Yeah. He's yeah. grown up. He has shopped for himself he's he's learned the true meaning of family and all of that stuff yeah yeah before he's under attack and having to defend his home yeah in this film there's no character growth whatsoever he no. if anything he becomes more of a dick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yes yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, and that's why the the payoff at the end when he kind of said yeah I'm here all, all on my own and and they go oh no really are you oh no you think well I don't I've, really I don't give a shit that's yeah I've not I don't you don't warm to him at all and yeah. so when the characters maybe if you weren't him, such a dick your family wouldn't have forgotten you is what I would have said <laughs> yeah yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We we'll skip over a bit. That's basically just the, the learning more about the fact that the couple haven't even told their kids that they're selling the house because because yeah, yeah, they're having financial difficulty. Basically, the kids, uh, Jim, Jim and Jim and Pam, Jeff and Pam's kids don't matter at all. Well, barely. I don't even know what the daughter's name is. They don't no. matter, but they'll be in the film occasionally. And they don't matter seemingly to Jeff and. No. Whatever her name is, Pam. What no. is her name? Pam. They don't matter to them because no. they haven't told them. They're holding <laughs> an open house. They've uh-huh. got things on the drive, and the guy is still there with the balloons. And they kind of they're going, "Oh yeah, no, we haven't told the kids." Go, yeah. Mm, okay. So yeah, clearly it don't matter. Don't matter to them. Don't yeah, they the plot. they they very much learn the opposite of the moral of the of Home Alone about family being the most important thing through this film. They yeah. ignore their family completely um, yep. <laughs> to save yeah. the house, the, the physical house. Because yep. family, fuck family, it's about the building. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about the fact that we don't want to have to give it away. It's such yeah. a weird inverse moral. 
Yeah, and so. when so when they do it, when they get to right at the end, yeah, yeah, well, we'll get there. But yeah, <laughs> eventually, yeah. 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 So we're yeah. with we're with Max's family now, and this is the scene from Home Alone, where where everyone's being mean to Kevin. Yeah, but no one's particularly being mean to to Max. Um, he sits with a couple of his cousins, and they're playing video games, and he asks to have a go while they're playing, and they ignore yeah. him. That's as yeah. bad as it gets. He hasn't yeah. got an asshole uncle. His uncle is just a bit wacky, um, yeah. like Uncle Frank in the first one. He hasn't, his, you know, his mum is on the phone trying to sort out the fact that they've been put on different flights on their trip to fucking Tokyo over Christmas. Yeah. They are yeah. obscenely rich, this family. much yeah. their, their house is bigger of a mansion than the McAllister's house was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, we see... In Home Alone, Kevin is rebuffed by his older brother and his sister who he's trying to get to help him pack because no one's, you know, he's he's eight in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he can't he pack for a do. trip to yeah. Paris for himself for two weeks or yeah. whatever they're going for. Um, yeah. and, no, and no one will help him. And everyone's mean to him. And, and Buzz eats the only pizza that Kevin likes. So yeah. when Kevin hits Buzz or pushes him or whatever and causes a uh, a mess, Kevin gets told off for it the the stuff that happens to max in this scene is his house is quite busy yeah and nothing well, there was a bit where so the uh, basically this is just a vehicle for foreshadowing absolutely everything so there's a bit where his sister's wearing a vr goggles somebody treads on some lego yeah i'll tell you who that somebody is that's his dad oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i wondered it's, yes. it's not it's surprising bit, yeah. that you don't know who that is because no. he's barely yeah. in the film. Yeah. This is Andy Daly. He's a com- he's he's a good comic actor. He was the doctor in Silicon Valley. He's he's right. a he's a uh, member of the Upright Citizens Brigade, the com- comedy troupe. He's a he's a good comic actor. He gets yeah. like two lines in the entire film. Yeah. Neither yeah. of which is in any way funny. And no. there's a there's a woman later on who's trying to sell them photos at a Christmas fair who gets more lines than Andy fucking Daly does in this film. And funnier lines yeah. too. Yeah. Why wow. bother? Why hire someone like that? Get yeah, just I mean, a, a day player. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. And and he kind of and he does turn up and let that spoil the end or spoil and end. But he turns up right in the in the epilogue. He's in he's it at the end he of the table. He has one, he again, has one under, line. He has one yeah. line in the last scene. I was going. I'm I'm looking at it going. Who is that? Yeah. Who is that guy? It's not the it's not the kind of freaky uncle who, you know, kind of plays the the. I thought uh, who I thought was his dad <laughs> nope. for the longest while. He also turns up on the screensaver, the Abbey yeah. Road pastiche yeah, yeah. screensaver, and that I kind of went. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's there, his dad. There he is. Who is that? Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. So we get. Yeah. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> we. Yeah, you might as well be. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't make her an only, uh, uh, you know, a single parent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the sister. He he kind of pushes past his sister a bit. He put, like puts his hand on her shoulder. She's wearing these VR goggles. Yeah. And she says her line is, "Don't touch me, perv. I'm your sister." Which presumably is the only way they could crowbar in the fact that she's his sister, was just to say it outright yeah. as if he didn't yeah. know. And yeah. it will never matter that he even has a sister. She's no. barely in the film from this point on, and it will never matter what member of his no. family she is. 
All that matters is she's wearing the VR goggles. Yeah, the VR goggles are the thing they're foreshadowing here. And he has, and, to, he has to guide her And Dad stepping on the Lego, he, his, his, his only lines in this part of the film, this, the only lines apart from his one, I think maybe three-word line at the end of the film, are, um, are clean up this Lego, basically. Um, yeah. and I, I you know, stepped on some Lego. It's the most painful thing in the world. If there is one thing that doesn't need foreshadowing, yeah. it is how painful it is to step on Lego. Yeah. You, you don't need to say it. You could just do it. Yeah. And go, ah! And, that, and it, that's enough. Everyone yeah. knows yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. And actually... You and, might as well have him like stand on a and... thumbtack and go, oh, thumbtacks really hurt when they stick into your foot. <laughs> yes. It's... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, Max is basically just pissed off that there's lots of people in the house. He he tries to bother his mum, who's who's on the call to the airport, and she won't listen to him. So he goes and sits um, in. He goes into the garage and sits in the product placement. <laughs> um, <laughs> <So> before <laughs> this, so this house is huge, right? Massive. She's trying to talk to the airport in order to sort out what's going on with the flights. Yeah. And the place is being really noisy with you know, Nerf guns going off and all that kind of stuff and kids running around. Why doesn't she just go to a quieter room in the house? Well, I think as much like the, other, like the other family's house, this is an in, inverse TARDIS because the outside of the house is huge. Yeah, yeah. Like... I mean the White House, basically size that kind of. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculously yeah. large, and um, and even though later on we'll see various traps set up, we'll see barely any of the house. Almost yeah. all the action will happen around the main hallway. Yeah. So there's actually no other. You know, it's it's one of those houses that where it's almost all cardboard, like in Blazing Saddles. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's. There's, there's, it's a smaller house that has been made to look like a bigger house from the outside. That's yeah. what it is. They haven't actually got that many rooms. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of thinking at this, given that they're remaking um, this film that was made in 1990 in 2021, how are they going to cover the fact that you know, that's because I saw a meme the other day, which was um, probably ahead of this. Okay, oh, yeah, that's that's it. Because, you know, if Home Alone was made now, well, you'd just text the kid. Yeah. Or the kid would text you and go, yeah, before you, at the airport, you've left me behind. Yeah. And they get there. So that I'm thinking, how are they going to cover that up? And so far, I'm not convinced. You know, they come up with a different way of, you know, they've all got to go in many cars and they're counting I mean, the things. Though. And they do that's... it in two cars and that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. In the original, and I mean, I, I know I keep going back to, to the the original, but when um, when Kevin pushes Buzz, he knocks over some milk. On, and, and so when they're cleaning up the milk, Kevin's passport and ticket gets accidentally oh, put yeah. in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a storm yeah. that night. So it it knocks out the power and their their clock radio alarm clock yep. doesn't wake them up in time so they're in a much bigger rush than they expected kevin's been sent upstairs to the um to the loft 
room essentially yep. by himself because he didn't want to share a room with the cousin who drinks too much soda and wets the bed. Yeah. Um yep. there's 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 this intricate trail of things exactly. that all yeah. happen. The kid so from next door comes to to look at the the cars that they're taking to the airport and accidentally gets counted when yeah. they're counting heads. Yeah. Um none of that happens in this film. Max just falls asleep in the car. Yeah. In the product and, placement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And his mum and this is like pre dinner time. The as he's going downstairs, mum's yells, Okay, pizza's here, everyone come and eat. No one notices he's not there for pizza. Yeah. Um and yeah. and apparently his mum Although she is, she thinks she's on a different plane to him because the 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 family has been split onto two flights. At no point does she think she would say goodbye to her ten year old son that night yeah. or the next yeah. morning. Yeah, she wouldn't say see you in Tokyo at any point. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be travelling with these guys. They'll be fine. We'll see you there. Yeah, to to demonstrate how much she would miss him. Yeah, should. Should he, by perchance, you know, get left home alone? So yeah, he he yeah. goes and sits in the yeah. in the product placement BMW, uh, which yeah. could not be more prominently branded. Yeah. Um. And and because they're fucking rich, that it has <laughs> like iPad kind of video player things attached to the headrests, and and he watches some um Looney Tunes, some Road yeah. Roadrunner cartoon, yeah. which is a bit odd because it's. Warner Brothers, and this is a Disney film. But yeah, um, but I thought, okay, perfect time to do a bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, because you can definitely have in a Roadrunner cartoon a trap that he can then replicate later on. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. I thought, aha, neat yeah, thing there. Wiley Coyote building yeah. these elaborate traps. They never work. No, they always yeah. backfire on him. But but yeah, you could you, kind of, you could you could learn from it. But no, nope, yeah. don't do that. They don't give a shit no, about no. it. They just don't even no. try. No, they just can't. It's enough to go. Oh yeah, Wiley Coyote. He, yeah. yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows he makes traps. Nobody notices he doesn't have pizza. Mum doesn't say goodbye. Uh, and the next scene, um, I noted the time that is on the news in the next scene when we oh, cut right. to uh, Jeff and Pam's house. It's seven forty-four yep. p.m. Right. So that's the time he goes. To sit in the car in the garage and fall asleep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he is ten, admittedly. So I don't know what his bedtime is. I mean, he he says he's ten. Yeah. <laughs> he's eating lots of pizza. <laughs> no, he's eating lots of McDonald's. To be honest, one soda. Yeah, one of the problems with this film, one of the many problems, yeah. is that um, Macaulay Culkin was, I think, well, his character was eight. I think Macaulay Culkin was nine, but he was he's a a small kid. Macaulay yeah. Culkin looked eight if not younger. Archie Yates is supposed to be ten and looks older and in fact was older. He was like eleven or twelve when they filmed it. I don't know to what extent that was because of COVID, because it was filming was right. delayed. Um yeah. uh, and um but he's but but that's significantly older. He doesn't look like a little helpless kid. He looks like a young teen. Yeah. Which is a very, very different scenario. You know, my when my kids were 12, they were at the age where I wouldn't leave them alone and go to Tokyo. But but they, they would have been all right for five minutes if I needed to go out for something, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And and in yeah. the UK, I don't know about the law in the US. Don't take legal advice from this. <laughs> but um, it's it's perfectly okay. There isn't a kind of an age at which you're not allowed to leave your kids for a few minutes. It's yeah. it's like you know parental responsibility. They they if they're sensible kids, they're probably right. Um, so he is at an age where he should be fine by himself for a bit. Whereas yeah. whereas the instant that Kevin is alone by himself in the first one, that's not okay. He's not you know he's a yeah, little yeah. kid. He can't cope by yeah. himself. Yeah. And uh, so we... much of the first part of of Home Alone is about how he's little and can't cope by himself. The, yeah. That's part of what the family take the piss out of him for. He can't do anything by himself. And that's why there's the imminent danger yeah. of him being left alone. So there's danger set up so that when the wet bandits arrive on the scene, there's the danger that we all know about yeah. being this manifest. this helpless kid being yeah. attacked by two grown dangerous yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you know, he goes through the, the, the story arc of becoming... You're able to do the washing, the laundry, even mm-hmm. though he gets frightened by the the, the furnace, the uh, the furnace yeah. in the in the basement. And then he goes to the shop, and there's that great bit where he's talking about coupons <laughs> yeah. and stuff. So he, and then he, he walks down the road, and they all falls out the bag. Yeah. And so he gets, so he kind of does those bits, but he still goes to seek solace in the church because he's you know on his own and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you still feel he's quite vulnerable. He's learning to grow up a bit. He's he's putting a brave face on it. Yeah. Um, but he's really quite vulnerable. Whereas yeah. this guy, you actually don't give a shit about him. He's not vulnerable in any sense of the term. And it's not set up to make you think that he is. Because he's stolen the doll. He's... A bit miffed about, he's a bit disdainful of his entire family. You know, he wants to go on things and they won't let him, so he just fucks off because he's a bit noisy. So he'll go and sit somewhere, and so, and and it, and it turns out he's quite violent <laughs> towards these perfectly harmless people, and he doesn't. So yeah, he's stolen something, and now he's fighting to keep hold of it. Yeah, that's, that's he's that's, the bad yeah. guy. So. Here we we sympathise with the other couple a bit more. We learn that that um, Jim lost. Uh, Jim, I keep calling him Jim because of the office. Jim and Pam, Jeff and Pam. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff lost his job. He's a data migration manager. He he hilariously says computer words that other characters don't understand several times in the film. Um, and uh, and you know the data migration boom is gone, so he can't get another job. And she's a teacher. Um, and they can't afford to keep the house on on just her salary, so they are in dire financial straits, and and we feel bad for them. Yep. He's struggling in in modern U.S. economy, and you know they want to keep the house that their kids have grown up in, and and they don't want they're they're upset and worried about even telling their kids that they're in trouble. Um, so yeah, that's the situation, and we think they're great, and he's an asshole. And yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and oh, then and the, and the weather warning you know, is foreshadowing of the yeah, snow apocalypse, snow apocalypse, <laughs> coming in. Yeah, which never actually ever appears. Really briefly, they yeah. they go out in it, but it's only for like a minute or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest That's of the time is fine. It's not snow apocalypse. Where is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they go to bed, and Hunter, Jeff's brother, 
arrives at like uh was it one fifteen in the morning yeah he was not supposed to the family was supposed to arrive the following day for christmas to stay with him for christmas hunter is the biggest asshole we've met yet in the film yeah he's such a dick they're they're a rich entitled family with a with a a kid who is way too old to apparently not be speaking. I don't think he says anything in the entire yeah. film. Yeah. He's um and in a push chair at various points, but he's really exactly, he's yeah. quite and old. Then, and kind of in like one of those baby grow things. Yeah. yeah. Which and I'm thinking, what's going on? But, <laughs> what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Hunter is a complete dick and and essentially kind of takes over as as they arrive and, and like acts acts entitled and awful. Basically. And they're also the again uh, makes us feel more sorry for Jeff. Yeah, because they're there to just show how, you know. In fact, what they do is humiliate the Jeff and Pam in front of their kids by giving their kids very, yeah. very expensive presents. Yeah, and you know, just being being able to do all the things that Jeff can no longer do and wishes he could. Yeah, and the 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 nephew, the kid Ollie, is a dick. He the first thing we yeah. see him do is chuck a phone from the from the door to the just onto the street. Yeah. And and the parents, Hunter and May, just act like, oh, this is great. He's such a great kid. Nothing you yeah. know, he's a, such a golden boy, nothing he can do is is wrong, even though he's a complete little cunt. Um <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, tell us what you really think. And I and I I also thought what what's the point of these these characters that have that have arrived and they're kind of in a way they're like they are the annoying um family that turn up that piss off kevin yeah they that's what yeah, this they is, are yeah they're hunter the is uncle frank that yeah yeah they're the ones um, that come over and then they just make just humiliate jeff and pam so but, but in every asshole they add to the film Makes yeah. us yeah. makes us sympathise with Jeff and Pam more. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, and and you can't. Yeah, I mean to to go through with the whole switcheroo thing. They ought to have taken something from Max, or Max is trying to get something from them, and they're having to defend. The well, there you go. We that's we'll make that next. Where the adults have to defend their house against the, so, oh no, that's just small no, then, soldiers. Then, isn't it? then the grown ups are, are torturing a kid. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Protecting. Now I saw kids. one uh, idea where uh, what they could do is have uh, Buzz will show up. Buzz, uh, Kevin's brother, will show up. He's a policeman now. If they yeah. had um, instead of inept burglars trying to get in. If yeah. they had some inept cops fighting the burglars, and the co- and the cops are constantly getting injured or something because they're bad at their job, um, that might be funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So long as someone's you know someone's got to get injured in a Home Alone film. Oh yeah, yeah. But it should be someone you at the very least don't care about. Ideally, it should be someone you dis- actively dislike. But yeah. making it the nicest couple in the film who are just yeah. trying to provide for their family yeah is, is and you a don't weird fe- choice and you, yeah and you don't feel and it doesn't work because they're not bad you know they're setting 
they're set up as the good guys, and we have so many explanations of why they've got to go through with it's stealing really this doll. really hammered home, yeah. And the doll, you know, so in this moment when Hunter's, um, they've taken the doll room and they have to, and they have to, Jeff and Pam have to sleep on the pullout. So he's surfing eBay and he finds this particular doll that's got the upside down head and it's worth $200,000. And he's going, right, well, we've got to get it back. We've got to do it. So he, he, well, we, no, no, he's, get... he sees it. He sees the yep. doll on eBay because he, he thought, you know, this woman mentioned it had been on oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Um, and he's, he's, looked, he's looked on joblink.com because they couldn't get the rights to use linkedin.com. Weird because they, yeah. BMW were perfectly happy to give them money. Um, yeah. But well, someone's um, got integrity. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so he finds that this doll is worth a huge amount of money. And um, the the box of dolls, by the way, we can see in uh, in this shot of him looking on his laptop. It's in the cupboard in the room they are in. They uh, Hunter and May have taken their bedroom, presumably. They're on the pullout yeah. in the front room. Um, and the cupboard that the dolls are in, in a closed box, is in the same room as them. Yeah. He he goes to um, look f- to get the doll because you know it's worth all this money. He thinks dollars, you know yeah. yeah five five a.m. This is um, he thinks all right. Well, I need to I need to look at it again. I guess, um, and it's gone. He finds it not there. Five a.m. This is yeah. In my opinion, important because, yeah. as it turns because out, because of what we later find out happened to the doll. Yeah, Hunter and his family arrived at one fifteen a.m. and they immediately put their their young child to bed. Yeah, and at five a.m., Jeff finds the doll is missing. Oh God! Yeah, take note, dear <laughs> Take note. Yeah. And and it mm-hmm. and it is very strongly implied that Jeff has been awake all night. He's he is he has not been asleep. He has been worrying about not having any money and being on on yeah. LinkedIn and looking at the fact that no one's even looked at his uh, his TV. yeah yeah his resume so, yeah yeah. So um, the, and the other thing that struck me is is two hundred thousand dollars enough to solve their problems? No, it's and, very Doctor Evil. It's very kind of yeah yeah, <laughs> and it led it led me to look up the uh, earnings of a data migration manager, and it's about two hundred thousand dollars a year. So it's a year's salary. Yeah, yeah. Not enough to pay off your mortgage. Not only or, that, he pay off the mortgage, fix all of the crap that they broke in the in the in the Mercer's enormous house, and yeah, presumably yeah. fix their car that they wreck later on. Yeah, and yeah. remodel, and also she says they took a family trip to Europe, the four of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. very, very oh. Oh. lucky doll. Mm. Um. Anyway, he realizes <laughs> that what obviously happened is that that annoying fucking child stole yeah. his doll. Yeah. Um, and and given that he remembers exactly the child and mother's full names from when they were having a bit of an argument with each other. Uh, yeah. He therefore is able to track them down. Yeah, yeah. So he drives to the so, house. So he drives to the house to confront them, presumably to to, to talk to the kid. But um, but everyone's rushing out. The, the this is now the uncle, who's played by Pete Holmes, another um, 
college humor guy. Uh, yeah. And um, he's kind of getting the remaining kids into the Ubers to take them to to the airport. And yeah. and so he's not really listening. And um, so when um, Jeff kind of asks him about Carol, he's like assumes he's an Uber driver and doesn't he d- doesn't get an answer. So yeah, at this point. The the families are all being assholes to each other. One kid is filling someone else's suitcase with snow. Um, someone is firing snowballs with a t-shirt launcher, um, yeah. which I didn't know you could do. Don't think you probably can. Um, and and kind of generally Very not important for later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, and um, at this point, another uncle maybe comes out. Um, to give uh, Jeff his sleep apnea machine, assume again, assuming he's the the um, Uber driver. Uber yeah. driver. This is Chris Parnell. Right. He's Doctor Spachemin from Thirty Rock. He's Cyril Figgis from Archer. He's he's Jerry from Rick and Morty. He's a fucking god in terms of comedy acting. Yeah. And uh, and he he's given nothing. No funny lines at all. This no. is his entire part. This is all of his part in the film. His one scene is all he has. He has later kind of has some lines from off screen when they're in Tokyo. We don't even see him. None of them are funny either. Why get Chris Parnell to do this? Box it's... office. Box office. No, he's not. Like, they're not advertising it as this film has... But, Ale- uh, you know, right, all right. Oh, no. So it's just... It's just... They're, oh. it's just, they're all... I mean, it can only be they were that. they were friends. And I can't imagine how they could be friends with the people involved in it. Because, I mean, no, he's not... not he's not... <laughs> no, not anymore, definitely. But he's not, you know, involved in Borat or Energy or, or SNL or College Humour, particularly. Yeah. So yeah. maybe their paths have crossed somehow. But fuck me. Why would he take right. a, li- a a role that didn't even have a single funny yeah. line? It feels not... like they wrote more or used more and then just cut it out because, I don't know, but, time? Yeah. yeah. But, <sighs> he, but he kind of... But he, got, he, he comes down the steps with this bag, walks past the back of the car, uh, yeah. car to give it to the guy to say, put this in the car. He could have just put it in the car. Yeah. And it, and it's it really serves weird. no purpose. It, they could have could have cut that entire scene and cut to Max still asleep in the BMW. Yeah. Though who stirs because we can all hear what's going on outside because he's only in the garage, yeah. which is just at the end of the drive on which two cars and four hundred people are making a noise, and yet he doesn't wake up twice. We cut back to him. Well, as hear it as they're leaving. Pete Holmes sets the alarm code, um, which we hear loudly is one 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 two, and um, yeah, and Jeff even goes, "Oh, that's a bad code," um, yeah. yeah, to just draw attention to it, and um, and then they leave. Yeah, um, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that, for for the longest time there, he was he suddenly gets. For I didn't understand how he got there. Did, and I was thinking, did he come in one of the Ubers and then they've <laughs> gone off in it? Because he seemed to be really upset. Yeah, the moment but, they leave, he's, he now suddenly has to talk to them more urgently than he was when they were all there. Yeah. That's weird. 
Which yeah. it, and all he needed to say was, I just want to see whether the kid got the doll. But he, he didn't stop anyone and say no. that he's going, he just kept oh, saying, I need Max to be around yeah. or is carrying around. Yeah. It's just saying, look, yes, I, I think the kid stole my doll. Do you know anything about it? Now, there is a there is a moment here which I wonder if it's the other thing in your pro column. Because I right. thought it was actually pretty funny. Right. Um, Pam texts Jeff to see where he is because because uh, they because because they're such baddies they're they're yeah. on their way to volunteer for singing for seniors in old people's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And and um, uh, she wonders where he is. Oh, not, they've, not they've a got lot to of leave. singing. No, not, not a lot no, of not singing a lot. goes on. No. Um, and uh, he says he's out getting milk. Yeah. And. At that moment, the the fridge opens. Someone else opens the fridge, and all they have in the fridge is milk. Right, and then milk. and then she picks yeah. up another kind of carton of milk from the counter. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty funny. Brilliant. I thought that was pretty, pretty good. good. I liked pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah, not in the pro column, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite good. And you think, oh yeah, and that gets referenced again later on. Yeah, yeah. it but comes it, up way too much. Didn't need it, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Jeff. Uh, punches a snowman and then apologizes to the snowman because uh, he's a nice guy. And yeah. um, then he looks through the window and thinks he sees a doll-shaped shape in Max's jacket. Yeah. Um, he tries the key, which he which uh, he saw the uncle leave down, kind of by a by a uh, plant pot. Plant pot. Um, but panics and and can't kind of get himself to go in. So because he hears here's a here's a police car gone by yeah. and he and it's definitely a police car and then it turns out it's it just is. another car with red and blue things on the roof yeah and yeah so he can't so, do it so, he so he's got to come back later yeah um, and so then we we go to the old people's home and look at singing for seniors which is actually bell ringing for seniors it seems yeah ringing ringing for seniors yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Rash from Community the Dean Pelton from Community is the uh, is the band leader. Who is right. actually pretty funny. He is a yeah. again a good comic actor, and he is given some kind some of funny lines. He is given the opportunity yeah. to be a bit funny, so that's good. That's one person who is who is used to their um, strengths. Play, played to their so far yeah. in the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a stupid argument during their campanology about where Jeff has been and wanting to break into a kid's house, um, and. Uh, Ba- Pam somehow during this because they're 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 basically bell ringing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and and Pam has the last bell in the song somehow yeah. rings it out of tune. I don't think is that a thing you yeah. can do with bells. I I guess if you ring the wrong bell, they, they own they each only have two bells. Yeah, they're like a I don't know what the what musical instrument it would be where everyone each hand has one bell and rings it. But yeah. yeah, she when she does her last one, it's not in tune. It's, yeah. That's <laughs> yes, it's, like, it's not. It's not like the wrong note. It's like it's no, it's off it's key. Flat. Yeah. 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 So she somehow manages with... to fuck up ringing a single yeah. bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for some reason her hunter is there uh, to remind them that he's late. Yeah. Um, and, and point out how terrible it was. There. Yeah. No sign of the, oh yeah, tiny little sign of the arsehole kid, but yeah, yeah. There's an old guy like, at the who in says, the this, is shit. Who says shit. this is shit. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. to be fair, I did 
briefly wonder whether this was the old guy from Home Alone. The old man. No. Um, it's not. No, he died no. ages ago. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> but, yeah, I was um, thinking, why have they put him in? Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. kind of looks is a bit a, similar. But no. Yeah. No. Is that a um, a callback? A, a, um, yeah. Well, yes, is that a cameo? Yeah. That, but no. And then, so, but, so this has all happened. Like, God, he's late. So he's still at the house. They're all leaving. He's at the house. He goes, drives off to to Campanology for seniors, <laughs> and then um, uh, he's late. And they do the whole song, blah 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 blah. And then we go back, and Max is still asleep. Yeah, still still in the car. And then he kind of gets up, goes out, and he and he discovers that the whole place is empty, and he gets his dream come true in you know proper callback to um, Kevin. Yeah, and all that. And yeah, we get do... the same music cues. Um, yeah, that that yeah. we get when Kevin finds out. But Kevin is again because he's a bit younger. Kevin, the previous night, wished that he didn't have a family anymore. He wished that he was by himself. Yeah, and he says with wonder, "I made my family disappear." Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then remembers that his family are assholes and then says, I made my family disappear. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't get that sense of wonder. He's just like, Yeah, I've got the house to myself, this is cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, which is uh, yeah, it and it's not as because the in the original it's not about having the house to himself. It's about the the there's that hateful phrase the journey he goes on between yeah. making his family disappear because they're hateful to him, and then re- realizing that actually he's on his own. Yeah, and he does that really quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's and, there's like ninety um, seconds of of eating ice cream and watching. Yeah, angels with filthy souls. I've been eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting kind of fed up with it really quickly, and yeah. and real, I'm missing them. But you kind of don't get that with this. There's, it's what they've done is gone. Ah, oh, right, brilliant. Let's do the whole sequence where he's on his own and he gets to run the the Hot Wheels down the stairs and all that kind of stuff. But they don't realise that it's that's not the point. The point was. You know the heartfelt stuff. Yeah. This film has got no heart. <laughs> this film, no yeah. heart in it. So they miss all those. They miss the point. They, there, there is text, and there's subtext. <laughs> you know, the, it's the subtext that allows you to do the the epilogue bit or to do the end bit to do the 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 resolution of the problem. The re the, when they get reunited or that. When they when he realizes he misses his mum, that's the point. Is that's the subtext going yeah. on? That yeah. There is there is a, a moment before he starts enjoying his time alone, um, where he uh, switches on the computer and and wants to go on the internet. Yeah. Um, but internet access as a whole is blocked. Yeah. Which is hideously impractical and definitely not something that you would do yeah why would you do that why would you Um, it's not like you need a pin or something to get in it's just blocked you just can't use the internet but but why 
and why are they all why would you do that okay so we're going on we're going on holiday we're going to set the alarm turn down the heating you know maybe <laughs> turn off the internet know. but they haven't turned off the thing is no, they, they, they haven't turned off the, the router internet. or anything like that because no. the the home bot that they have which is yeah. obviously they couldn't get google to give them money or or siri or whatever yeah um they um that's connected to the internet that can still do stuff so the internet isn't yeah. off it's just the computer won't do it now this house is mahusive it yep. is they are and we've said they've got bmw they are so rich um there is not a chance this child doesn't have a cell phone yeah exactly yeah um my kid didn't have a cell phone when she was 10 or either of mine but we're not super fucking rich. She's not very, very spoiled. She got one because, because, and that wasn't. She got 20, one when she was 11, To be fair, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But he definitely, if he doesn't have a cell phone, he's got like nine other things that can connect to the internet. No question. Yeah. He's got tablets. He's got yeah. He's, well, he's got some there's kind no of game game yeah. machine. There's yeah. no way he doesn't have a way of of contacting yeah. his mum. But that's all they can do. They're like. We've we've tied our own hand. We've painted ourselves into a corner. We've set this film in 2021. We've decided yeah. that this child cannot, like, contact another human. So that's all we can do. We can just claim it and then hope no one ever questions yeah. anything. Yeah. Apart from the fact, but why would you block the internet if you're yeah. not there? Yeah. Other than to prevent your 10-year-old kid from seeing the internet. But who who isn't supposed to be left home alone anyway? Who is? But exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we um yeah we get a bit of uh, messing around. He gets in a suit that is a bit like Scarface, um, yeah. and and then eats a pile of M and M's. Uh, briefly puts women's clothes on, and that's Surfs it. Down the stairs on the yeah. ironing board, and again it's his jacket up in a massive. On a walk past the jacket, which yeah. we get a close up of with the lump inside it. And again, it feels yeah. very different because he's. Because he's a young teen, um, yeah. he's not an eight-year-old. It doesn't feel as playful in yeah. that way. So we're going to leave it there for now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. part Thank two, God. yeah, yeah, <laughs> because this was quite a long. I mean, it's we, we've got a we've got a history of, of taking a lot longer to talk about the film. I know. Well, yeah, why the, well, I think it's you know it's <laughs> it's in the tradition of of kind of dealing with fallacious arguments, really, isn't it? So you've got yeah. kind of you know it's very quick. Yeah, as it, yeah, the truth has barely got its pants on before a lie is halfway around the world. You've got yeah. to spend time. I mean, this was a gish up. gallop of shit. Yes, exactly. So. That. <laughs> so we've had to deal with each each <laughs> globule of excretia <laughs> landing on our viewers uh, on our face as a viewer, you know, and insulting us, insulting our senses. We've had to pick that apart. Uh, like you do when you kind of you what you've got to go. Oh no, I've still got another piece of dog shit in the tread of my shoe. You have to kind of gently go through. Got to get in there with a like yeah. a like a toothbrush exactly. or something, aren't you? Yeah, not your yeah. own toothbrush, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, not no. your own. No, yeah. but it t- takes Anyone ages to unpick it. Is what we're saying. You know, if you're dealing yes. with shit, it takes you a long while before you feel clean. So you know, <laughs> it's going to take another. Another bite at the the shitty cherry. <laughs> the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I'm scared now by this metaphor. <laughs> it's, gone, it's, gone it's gone too, too far. far. And over, over <laughs> Christmas, it's not good, is it? No, people are looking at their spoonfuls of pudding now, going, oh dear, what have I done? Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So, yeah, have a, a fantastic uh, rest of the, the holiday period uh, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. And um, we will see you for part two uh, on New Year's Eve uh, where we will complete this piece of crap <laughs> film. And, yeah, and whatever you do, don't feel tempted to watch any of it in between now and then. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no. No. Why would you have been tempted oh, by well, this that we've talked no, about? Well, yeah, so that, no, that is that. <laughs> is that yeah. But, yeah, don't fall. You know, don't fall off the wagon. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Trust you us. Know? It's not worth it. Yeah, no, it isn't. We warned you right at the beginning. We're just going to warn you again. Is Here's the help for your own mental health. Don't go near it, please. <laughs> I don't know why they're always trying to remake the classics. Oh, my gosh, this is so terrible. That did not sound right. We did a bad thing. One of the worst bads we could have done. Oh, this is garbage. <laughs>